everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap, as if they're blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share The Void with somebody else who might wanting to be starting their own company. I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me, as always, is David Hilton. Mitch, what's David, up, buddy? It's, uh, it's, it's later into the evening on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah? I didn't bring this up in the last show, but I forgot. I got my 410 out the other day, okay? Yeah. Kick like a mule. No, I just, I mean, we, you know, have stuff around the house in the spring and the summer that needs to be killed, right? Right. So I just keep a single bolt-action one shot, that's it. Right. Okay. By the back door. I realize I'm out of ammo. Like, oh, okay, I'll just run up to Bass Pro. No, no 410. No 410. I go to uh, Target Time, no 410. Like, man, what is it? It's like a week goes by. I can't find any 410. I call my father in law. They do gun shows. I said, hey, man, if you see some 410, pick me up some. He said, well, hey, Ed's at a gun show. I'll uh, call him. I'll call you right back. Calls me like 20 minutes later. He goes, a box of them is uh, $40. Do oh, you, my do goodness. Do you still want me to get some? And I said, no, I don't want you. He said, I didn't think so. I just wanted to make sure. Can you put a 45 Long Colt in your 410? Um, I have no idea. I used to have a Judge, Taurus Judge revolver, and you could put you could put 45 Long Colts in it yeah. or 410 shotgun shells. I don't know so. if I put 45 Long Colts in that thing or not. Yeah. Pretty old. Uh, it's, it's pretty old. <laughs> but needless to say, I own a 410. Yeah. And uh, There's one shot. Uh, there's Well, I'm, what am I going to do with it? I can't get any ammo. Yeah. I got one. That's it. That that Taurus revolver was pretty cool. It was called the Judge. And the 410 shells that I put in it had four triple-lot buck pellets lined up in a row. Yeah. Triple-lot buck's like a 9mm round. So with one pull of the trigger, if you loaded it with 410 shells, yeah. with one pull of the trigger, you put four 9mm holes in somebody. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. So And it held five. And so I loaded it. We, you know, a revolver, you can, like, stage where your rounds are. Yeah. So I loaded it to where it was three of those triple-lot buck shots and then two 45 long Colt hollow points following up. I figure, okay, if they're coming after those first three, then we're going to put them down with some 45 long cold hollow points. It's a zombie movie at that point. Yeah. That's a lot of lead. But those rounds are really cool because they were, uh, they're not lethal after going through a second layer of sheetrock. So they're like made specifically for home defense. Yeah. So that you don't have to be overly cons- like you still have to be concerned about what's behind the wall yeah. but you don't have to be like overly concerned right i saw a video the other day so they were talking about you know home defense rounds and stuff and one guy was like we have a 410 and that's yeah. what we use like 410 number eight won't will only go through one you know yep. but does a deal they make a 410 ar oh that'd be cool dude it would be cool, but you right, you couldn't shoot it. Well, yeah, it's forty dollars a box of ammo. Yeah, forty dollars a clip. I think it had a twenty round clip Ooh, in it. Boy. You take it down the home intruder, like that cost me forty bucks. Yeah, it was it was cool. That's pricey. But the, I, I say that because we were talking about conspiracy theories earlier. Yeah. And one of the conspiracy theories right now is, well, they may not be able to take your guns, but, but they, they can, can take your ammo. They can regulate ammo. Yep. Until it's either, and I, I don't know what's going on, but. You know, um, Winchester has the 
Lake City contract right yeah. now. Yeah. I was going to ask, have you heard about what's happened with that? <laughs> well, what about it? They signed, Congress signed something. Oh, about the M855? <clears throat> the limiting Lake City's rounds, uh, they can't sell their rounds to the public anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I know someone that works there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the M, uh, so the 556 five, round is what they're talking about, and they sell a green tip, full metal jacket. It's called an M855. Yep. And that's what they were talking about in that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so what are we going to do now? So like Winchester, they have bought up a bunch of these other little gun deals. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, some guys I know that work there think that they're um, limiting production on purpose. So for one, they half the labor, you know, and then same amount of money because they've just doubled all the boxes in price. Right. So, I mean, conspiracy theorists or not, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. They have the government contract. Right. Someone high up in Winchester not wanting to make rounds. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You can't find anything anywhere. No. No. But and Frontier Justice has billboards all over town saying we have ammo in stock. Yeah. I don't know what ammo it is, but it's they're, they're spending some money on billboards. It's yeah. expensive ammo. Yeah. I bet, it, I bet it is. Time to start machining your own. Is there like a rebate on that? Like if you take down a home intruder with, you know, 410, you're like, I need, I need 40 bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes like off. Like if you a, kill him and the cop doesn't have to, do you get a, right. like like some a sort rebate of, on you your know, taxes? I would not be surprised at all if sometime in the future you don't get some kind of stipend from like Florida or Texas if you save the legal system from having to prosecute like oh, yeah. a home invader, you know, like... <laughs> I, where, I think it was I think it was a Florida sheriff was on the newsstand and somebody broke into somebody's home and they they had a gun with them and I think they may have even fired a shot. Well, the homeowner like shot the guy and killed him like nine times. I mean, like was, more than just once, right? Was killing him. And so the media, you know how they love to create division. They were asking the sheriff in his press conference if they felt that the homeowner was justified in his grossly overuse of the trigger, right? Like, he should have just shot him once. Why did he shoot him nine times? And the sheriff was like, uh, he only shot him nine times because he ran out of ammo. Like, we prefer (laughs) you shoot them all. Like, keep going. Like, we want you to shoot them dead. We encourage you shoot them dead. And, and then here's where the sheriff went on. Like he was like, and in fact, we have shooting classes every other Thursday and please come and attend because you will save the taxpayers boatloads of money. If you shoot them dead before we show up. How come that, that rule applies to like gun control? But like whenever you have those people that are just like, don't body shame me. How can we can't say, well, do you think you, you should eat nine cheeseburgers? Why don't you stop at eight cheeseburgers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the fat body shaming thing. You can just turn it on them. But it, it only applies to other people, right? Yeah. It's not you. Yeah. Did you have to eat nine cheeseburgers? Right. I don't even know what you're talking about. We haven't really decided what we were talking about no, yet. No, I meant so. just, just then. <laughs> no. So this show, if you guys haven't picked up on it yet, uh, this show is a Beyond the Void show. Um, We have a couple of different styles of shows. Um, We have some core episode shows. If you scroll back uh, on whatever platform you're listening on and find episodes one through nine, you'll see some core episode shows. Those are where we give you some great info for how to start your business. We talk about six core adversities that you're going to need to overcome in order to successfully start your business. 
Um, from there, we have some general business topic shows. We also have some guest episodes where we'll bring on guests that have also started their own businesses and we can learn from their experiences. We have Q&A shows where guests will email questions to askmitch at mitchsmedley.com. And um, we will get those and we can answer them for you. And if they're good enough questions, we might uh, bring them into the topic of a show. Um, and then we have Beyond the Void shows. And that's what this show is. And it's where we let some of the business stuff uh, take a rest. And we talk about some of the more social topics that are going on in society today. So We're just um, going to talk about whatever today. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a whatever thing. So here's something that's kind of funny. Um, I was at... Uh, Planet Fitness today. Uh, for avid listeners of the show, you know that I work out at Dog Pound KC. Well, I'm, I've got a vacation coming up, and so I'm working on a little bit of cardio stuff, trying to lean down a little bit before the vacation. And uh, Dog Pound doesn't have a Stairmaster, so I do that at Planet Fitness. <laughs> and uh, for those that work out, you'll understand Stairmaster is where it's at because you can literally park your heart rate at whatever level you want to park your heart rate at. So That's why they say take the stairs and not the elevator. Right, right. So, um, you know, I do about 40... I, I do 600 calories on the Stairmaster at 124 beats per minute. So it takes me about 48 minutes to do that. So um, it's like 164 flights of stairs. Dang, so, 164 flights of stairs. It's it's pretty wild. But uh, while I'm there this morning, I got my earbuds in. I'm listening to podcasts. But Planet Fitness has all the different news channels on at any given time, right? They've got all the TVs in front of you, and, like, you could literally be listening. Like, you could have MSNBC on one end. You could have Fox News on the other end, right? Like, it's quite the range of stuff. And so I can't hear the news. I'm only watching it because my earbuds are in. But on one TV is MSNBC, and they literally, they were up there for, like, 45 minutes with the graphic on the bottom some guy wrote a book that said, like, they had, the, they had the January 6th date on there. And some guy wrote a book, like, Why We Did It, The Republicans Rode to Hell, or something like that, right? And um, th they're trying to insinuate that Republicans did January 6th on purpose. And, um, and, and th they're only doing it because they have a book title that kind of supports it. And, you know, most news topics... They only talk about things for like three minutes. They never make any progress for anything. They talk about it for three minutes, just enough to give you just enough information to get furious about something, and then they move on to something else. But this was on there for like 45 minutes, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they were doing it just so they could leave that oh, I guarantee that uh, moniker or whatever you call that thing on the TV like up there as long as possible, right? Um, the other side had like Fox News on it. And they were talking, like, literally at the same time, you've got Fox News over here showing videos of the Capitol Police letting, like, unlocking the doors and opening them for the guys and, like, letting them yeah. in and showing them where to go, right? So, like, you get both your extremes of, of news at Planet Fitness at 5 a.m. It's it's pretty funny. So, and it can be dangerous, too. Stupid-ass Planet Fitness. Um, at the date we're filming this, just like yesterday, um, we're in the Kansas City area, and just outside of Kansas City, there was kind of a tragic thing with an Amtrak train where an Amtrak train going 90 miles an hour hit a dump truck that was trying to cross the road or cross the tracks yeah. 
and it derailed the Amtrak train and it killed a couple of people and like it's a big deal, right? Yeah. Well, again, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm watching TVs. I don't even know what they're talking about. Some of these TVs have subtitles on them, some of them don't. Well, like in like a few seconds later, there's another TV that is talking about a semi truck that had like a whole bunch of illegal immigrants in it and 45 people died. Yeah. Somehow in my brain, I processed those two together. And so I walked out of Planet Fitness <laughs> thinking an Amtrak train hit a semi truck full of 45 <laughs> illegal immigrants and killed them all. You're and I'm like, man, jackass. what is going on with this world today? This is crazy. And turns out none of it was like. <laughs> none of it went together. None of it went together. God. Yeah. That's old Mitch for you, trying to do too much at one time. Too, yeah, a little, little I can watch too much. two channels and listen to a podcast. I mean, I'm just getting it all done right now. And right I can now, do 164 right flights of stairs all at the same time. No, not so. happening. So. <laughs> Such a jackass. <laughs> Did you see what we built this week? Your potato gun? My potato gun. Yes, I saw. Yeah. I saw. I, built, I commented. Built a built a classic spud gun. We called it we call it the yam cannon. The yam cannon. A little bit of PVC. It's like a plumber's paradise thing, right? It's a little bit of PVC. Yeah. A, a gas grill igniter. <laughs> three shots of Aquanet in the back of it, and we can send a potato out at like fifteen hundred feet per second, and like <laughs> like it goes like two hundred yards. I mean, it's insane. Oh. And it's really accurate too. We put we put a potato in a dumpster from a hundred. 150 yards away you know and it only took us four shots to get it there like four shots to hit the dumpster so half of the people listening right now are, are either man mitch is so successful he gets to screw off during the day or they're like this guy's a jackass he's not successful he's screwing off all day <laughs> <laughs> one and of those things full disclosure <laughs> we have a youtube channel for our plumbing company and we built the potato gun specifically for creating a youtube yeah. video so oh man there's there's a purpose behind it right there's so, always a purpose yeah there's always a purpose. but i'll be damned if we're not going to have a whole lot of fun with that son of a gun on fourth of july <laughs> find out just how many laws i can break with it right you need, so, you're supposed to be an upstanding citizen. Well, one of my friends is like a former police chief in Kansas City, and he said that under his rule, the city council or something forced him or forced something to call the potato gun a lethal weapon. Um, and the main reason they did it was so that it, if anybody ever pointed one at a cop, the cop had permission to shoot him. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not the... And so I told him, I'm like, so what you're saying is that if I want to shove this thing down my pants, I need to have my conceal and carry <laughs> permit first. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Uh, I would, oh I would be more frightened if ever someone rolled up on me, you know, like a hit and run or whatever. I come out and see a potato gun. I'm much more scared of that thing than I am like, right? A, you know, eight-gauge shotgun. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a pretty large weird thing to look at so you don't really know i mean it's not it's not overly said. large but it's <laughs> because she, you're gonna she, get hit she didn't say it was large <laughs> she said it was a weird thing to look at but not large and just the news headlines be like civilian gets baked by the yam cannon. Yeah. How many carbohydrates were used in the murder of a plumber with a yam cannon? Oh my god. This <laughs> yeah. is what I'm 
discussions have come like, to. Sodium kills in just more than one way, though. Yeah. <laughs> just salt in the potato. What's, what's the sodium count? And you just, you know. Oh, my But that's God. a slow death. Like, eight gauge, yeah, like, you're you're gone. Yeah. But a potato gun, it's a slow death. It's a death by a thousand cuts. Oh, my God. You get hit in the kidney with that? Yeah. So. It's got to be like getting hit, you know, the shotgun beanbags. It's got to be a lot like that. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine it's it's less lethal, but I don't know. I mean, you never know what's in the barrel, right? I don't think a potato is going to kill anybody, but it would. I mean, it would hurt to get blasted in the face with it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> First off, it'd probably put your eye out. It probably would. Probably break your nose. I'm just picturing it hitting somebody's forehead or in slow mo and just it just like evaporating. And, and again, this is slow mo, so you're watching like all the waves of skin go by after it hit. Like, oh, that would hurt. I try not to give Mitch any advice. Don't shoot anyone in the face no, with that. No, no, yeah. Try it's, not to do that. Well, it's only is, pointed in the safe direction. On 4th of July, you it's so it's so like, you know, you can hide it where it's like if someone gets hit by a potato on 4th of July, yeah. it's dark out and like, oh, just a, you know, piece well, of firework. Three or four years ago, we were out here in front of our house and enjoying 4th of July, and my neighbor a couple of doors up is disabled, but he loves fireworks. And so he would buy thousands of dollars in fireworks fireworks and he would let um my sons shoot them off and i think my son my so this was three years ago my oldest son was 10 and um i mean he's shooting off everything and it's all kind of the normal legal stuff right well then my neighbor's like hey mason do you want to shoot off a bigger one and he kind of looks at me and i'm like hey you can do whatever you know i don't care and so he's like yeah he doesn't need those fingers yeah (laughs) And I mean, Mason's pretty safe when he does this stuff. And so, um, me, my neighbor's like, you're going to need to go up the street to the vacant lot to do this one. And so we're like, okay, you know, so it's a larger firework. I'm going to play dumb here and say, I don't know what it was, but, uh, I'm going to say quarter stick. Yeah. Throw in the pool. Um, (laughs) no, no, we go up to the vacant lot. And we light one, and it's like crazy loud boom, like car alarms going off, like <laughs> like a big boom, right? And so we're just like, wow, that was big, right? So neighbors start coming out of their houses like, mm, that was different. Yeah. Right? So then my neighbor's like, hey, do you want to do another one? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. disappear shit in the woods. <laughs> so we go up there and... You got to go farther back. <laughs> we, we do another one, right? And... uh now the the neighbors right next to this vacant lot, like they get furious. I guess this thing was blowing small pieces of debris and like they could hear them bouncing off their cars or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they get furious. Well, my neighbor that's disabled, he doesn't walk very smoothly. And so when he walks, he looks like a freaking little punk coming up to fight you. Like, just the way that his legs operate and the way that his arms operate. And so the neighbors come out, and they're all screaming and yelling and cussing, which, I mean, understandably, if their, shower, if their cars got showered yeah. with debris, right? Yeah, way to go, Smedley. So they're like, we want to talk to you. And so my neighbor's like, well, I want to talk to you. And he starts walking towards them. Well, he's walking in a manner that looks like he's ready to fight them, and it's, it's not. It's just the way that he walks. Well, the neighbors got, like, way charged up at this, and so they called the cops. Well, my neighbor that's disabled, he does not like cops at all, like not in the slightest. And so 
things escalated very quickly that evening. Um, and needless to say, we don't do any Fourth of July stuff down at their house anymore. <laughs> but like lots, lots of drama going on in the neighborhood. Yeah, so like, I don't live in a neighborhood. Our, our like... neighbors across the street, it was literally like their second weekend in their house, and, <laughs> and they like they moved from lives. Independence, which is like kind of a bad part of town. <laughs> and, and so they're like in this nice neighborhood for two weeks, and they're like, there's 14 cop cars outside, and they're like, really? We we moved to here, and this is what we have to deal we with. We moved from the mess Dependence to yeah. here. So um, uh, to give you an idea, this is kind of funny. My neighbor up the street, um, he, uh, back when our neighborhood was being built, there weren't a whole bunch of cars here. Um, he's a big gun nut, right? And so he had uh, he had a sidearm on his hip and like a Western-style holster, and he's riding his four-wheeler around the neighborhood, shirtless and barefoot. <laughs> and so the cops get called, right? Yeah. As, rightfully so. A guy shirtless and barefoot riding a four-wheeler around the neighborhood brandishing a weapon, right? Yeah. It's it's not illegal. No. However, it is a little odd, right? So yeah. maybe check it out. And so I'm over at his house. He had called me over there saying, hey, I've got a question with my plumbing. Can you come check it out? And so I had, I had no clue he had done all this. <laughs> and so I ring the... <laughs> I ring the doorbell, he lets me in, and he's standing there shirtless and barefoot with a gun on his hip, wearing a pair of shorts. And I'm like, you all right here? And he's like, yeah, you just never know what may happen. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> kind of weird. So then we were talking about his plumbing issue or whatever. His doorbell rings again, and it's the cops. And I'm standing in his living room, and he go, he walks over there and, and, and answers the door, and the cops... Like they kind of look at him and they look down at the gun at his hip and they look at his bare feet and they look at his bare chest because he's shirtless. And then they look back up at him and they said, we, uh, we, we got a call about a guy that was shirtless and shoeless wearing a gun on his hip and riding a four wheeler around the neighborhood and kind of matches your description and your garage doors open and I see a four-wheeler in your garage. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my garage doors open? Meet me around there. And so he closes the door in the cop's face. And he goes over to his garage and opens the door and the cop is standing like at his garage door. And he literally looks out the door and he says, thanks for letting me know my garage doors open. See you later. And he closes the garage door right in the cop's face. Like, he, he just does not like cops. It's freaking hilarious. So, after this incident, the so other... What, no, no, what happened? They did... The cops just left? Yeah, they just... I mean, they didn't have anything, right? Mm, yeah. It, nothing. So, they, he, he didn't break the law or anything, so they just left. So, after this whole incident with Fourth of July, like, our neighbor kept... Like, the neighbors kept perpetuating it with each other and antagonizing each other and... um. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but all I know is that the next morning, um, my son was receiving charges from the police department for illegal discharge of a firework resulting in damage. And he's 10, right? Yeah. Um, and um, the water department was up at the neighbor's house because somebody put a large firework in the neighbor's water meter pit and blew up their water meter pit and their water meter. <laughs> there's just, so, so, there's like just like so much drama. Yeah, you, yeah. I, yeah. You know so, so, yeah. <laughs> so then, like, that whole thing kept perpetuating for a couple of days, and now there's, like, cops just, like, parked around the corner, right? Well, this is at the time of, like, DoorDash. 
So my neighbor up the street, his hatred for cops is so deep, he was ordering the cops DoorDash and having, like, he li- he literally ordered donuts and had them delivered to the cops. <laughs> like, it's, it's freaking gold. Like, it's hilarious. So It's like your your neighborhood is kind of like night at the museum when he goes there and everything comes alive. Well... Like what's on what's on my roof right now? First off, your house is like the the burbs. Yeah. Well, they think there ends up being dead bodies, but the whole time during the movie, you think it's just for fun and right. everybody's just crazy. Yeah. No, there's probably some no, dead really, bodies. Yeah. I mean, not in my house. Like, maybe my neighbors. Like Disturbia. Yeah. I mean, anytime you pull into a nicer neighborhood and some jackhole's got a 12 foot by 20 foot American flag made out of LED lights strapped to his roof, I mean, what are you going to expect? Yeah, <laughs> nothing different than anything that, that, you just said. That's me. That's exactly what you so, would expect. Oh my! So what happened with Mason? Uh, at, we were able to let things die down and talk to the neighbor, and so the neighbor thought that Mason was our neighbor's son, not our son, and so they were pushing charges anyway. They couldn't really charge the neighbor with anything because they didn't have any proof. All they could charge was the person who lit the firework. And so they thought by roundabout way that was ending up charging, like, our neighbor up the street. Yeah. And so once they realized that it wasn't our neighbor's son, Mm. they were like, "Eh, okay, we'll let this slide. Well, they're just trying to get at him any way they could. Yeah. I feel like if I were him, the next year it's, like, a bigger gun in the holster. And then the next year it's a bigger gun. Yeah, so, like, the next couple years we're like, we're just going to stay far away from there. Yeah. So (laughs) Just mind your P's and Q's. And now the party's kind of moved down to our end of the cul-de-sac where everyone just goes out and it's like a big drunken firework redneck fest back where i used to live there was this guy street street down or a couple of streets down you'd have like one of those just those huge rolls of firecrackers would go all down the street right right and you know you'd be getting ready for dollars worth of firecrackers at 2 a.m oh yeah it'd go on for like 15 20 minutes 15 20 minutes just laying there trying to sleep (laughs) were were you there when we blew the bowling ball up at my house yes yeah so this You weren't there. <laughs> no, I'm mistake. Oh, I was not. He's going to get a charge on his door. I was not there. We we took a bowling ball and we drilled a hole all the way down the center of it and filled it with gunpowder. And then I packed it with toilet paper as tight as I could and then put a fuse in it and then covered that hole with JB weld like <laughs> like we made it tight. And I I lived in a neighbor. This was not the house I live in now. This was older. I lived in a neighborhood that was nothing but patio homes. And so I was like the young guy in the neighborhood. I was 19. Yeah. And, and they're small. They're like little 1,100 square foot it, it was starter tw- homes it or was, retirement homes. Yeah, it was 1,200 square feet. And that included the garage. Yeah. So uh, it was tiny. It was four rooms. It was two bedrooms, a living room, and a kitchen. It's and before, that was it. before tiny homes were cool. Yeah. It was a real tiny home. And uh, so we're going to like blow this bowling ball up, right? So... I, I make this thing, I go set it in the middle of our cul-de-sac, there's five houses in our cul-de-sac, and we're just hoping like we merely crack it in half. And so we light it, <laughs> and we kind of all run back to my garage, and we're standing there, and then like as the fuse is going, we kind of start looking at each other like, what if this thing like actually blows up, we you know? We may have made a mistake. So you start like covering your privates, and like you, you don't really know what's going to happen, I right? go inside and shut the garage door. <laughs> yeah. That's like when, the, when the, the adrenaline starts to just ooze off, and yeah. you're just like... And you're like, uh, what do we do? 
And so it blows up, right? And I still remember this to this day in like slow mo. The bowling, there's five houses in my cul de sac, and the bowling ball breaks into five pieces, and they're all traveling to each one of the houses. And I'm just seeing it in like still motion, like, oh my gosh, right? As luck would have it, the only piece that hit anybody's house was my house, and it went straight through my front window, ripped out my blinds, hit my dishwasher, put a big dent in front of the dishwasher. Like, like, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it was tragic, but at the same time, like, if it had to hit anybody's house, I'm glad it was mine, right? Yeah. So those those poor neighbors, like the very next year, we made a cannon out of like black iron gas pipe. And the yeah. whole purpose of the cannon was just to make noise. Yeah. Well, we got bored with making noise. And so we put like a piece of metal, like a half inch threaded plug or something in it. And we were like, let's see how high it'll go. Well, it's a fucking cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so we light it and boom. And we're like, well, I can't even see it. <laughs> so you're standing there. And you're like, I don't even know where it is, you know? And so then you like take a couple of steps back into the garage because you don't know where it's going to come down. Like 30 seconds later, we hear this really loud, like, bam. And so we're like, I don't even know where it came. Like it hit something. I don't even know what it is. My neighbor comes, it's a cool old dude, two doors down. He comes out and it was kind of raining a little bit. It went straight through his gutter, right in, like, right in front of his front door. I mean, it put a perfect hole right in his gutter. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, that was friggin' cool. You know, like, he didn't care at all. I had to fix his gutter, but he didn't care. We didn't, my brother-in-law and I, we didn't really destroy anything. We were more the type that, like, would throw fireworks at each other. Oh, yeah. Those little, like, zinger things. Oh, yeah. You just rocket launchers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of uh, videos. I've never seen this in person, mm-hmm. but I've seen some videos where people, you know, being a plumber, people throw fireworks in toilets, and it in, it's not like it just pops the water. Like, no, it, it shatters the porcelain. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, like, it's bad. Oh, man, that'd be bad. Have you seen that one where the guy builds um, Gatling guns? They're PVC. They're, like, three-inch PVC, and each one's, like, five tubes around one arm and five tubes around the other. What's it, like mortar shells? No, and it's got like each tube has like 10 Roman candles in it. And they light all of them at the same time. And it's just like. <laughs> Man, that'd be cool. It's on YouTube, I think. I, I think that's where I saw that it. I saw a fail army video where. It'd be badass. This, that'd be cool. This drunk lady basically just fell and hit her head on her toilet and just took off a chunk of the toilet. Ugh. I mean, you see it, you see it a lot of times like drunk girls and like bar restrooms and they'll try to sit on the wall hung sinks and stuff and <laughs> mm-hmm. they break them off. Yeah. Cause there's just two toggle bolts holding it up there. Yeah. Okay. It's and, not, it's not and, that sturdy. I mean, she might be a lightweight at 287 pounds too. <laughs> so like she has no business sitting on any kind of <laughs> chair. So, Oh, the great old 4th of July. Mm. A few it's days, uh, a few days away. Yeah. I, I always, I always, laugh i already got my m80s the day after the fourth right you drive around your neighborhood and the streets are littered with debris it all gets yeah (laughs) there's smog everywhere the streets get littered with debris we had this crazy american celebration all made in china yeah like it just yeah you kind of stand back and look at it and you're like this doesn't quite make sense 
No, it actually makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it does, right? It makes perfect like, sense. How do you bail out China for the coronavirus? Well, you just keep buying fireworks from them, and yeah. you're good. You think I'm not going to go? Right. I'm, I'm going to buy them. I don't <laughs> I'm care. going to buy them. I don't care. I mean, unless they ban them. We're working mm-hmm. on a new project for the YouTube channel that is kind of firework related. What are you talking? It's going to happen at your house. Oh, your water heater we're, explosion. We're going we're gonna to blow a they water still heater. I paid my field yet. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. Who knows? They went to cut the winter wheat out from next door, and it well, was I just have to do it ready. in the front yard then? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wire an electric water heater so that the elements never shut off. We're gonna cap off every pressure safety on the thing, so it just builds and builds and builds pressure, and eventually it's gonna blow up. It should blow the bottom of it out and send the thing to orbit. So we're gonna do all that for our next one of our upcoming youtube videos oh man yeah i don't know if it's a good idea or not i think it's a great idea it is yeah it's totally a good idea let's do it in your cul-de-sac i mean well (laughs) you i mean you never know where the wind's gonna take it and you know all that kind of stuff (laughs) mythbusters did it yeah and they got like eight seconds of hang time off the thing too that's a lot i mean it went up there like it's gotta be 75 feet oh god no 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 hundreds of feet Really? Yeah. Yeah. It went up there. Like. Interesting. Yeah. We're trying to replicate that. Mm. What if it lands on my house? Tough luck. No, no. When it came down, it came down within like 15 feet of where it left off from. Hmm. So. Pretty cool. <laughs> Must have been no wind, huh? Yeah, no wind. Right. So it's got to be a no wind we gotta day. Wait. We got to wait for a no wind day. No, get a parachute on it. Just yeah, there it... we go. <laughs> It still it still Some lands on his house. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go out by the woods. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go a ways away. Yeah, that that'll be great. A it water still heater hanging house. in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't ever come down. Yeah, it's like, if it lands in a tree, I will make a laminate or something that I can hang from it and just leave it there forever. I've, I've tried this one other time, but we did it with an old old crusty water heater. And it ended up blowing the side of it out before it blew the bottom. And so it's like, all right, if we do this again, we got to do it with a new heater. So <laughs> we, we have a new one sitting at the shop right now, and it's yep. we we write notes on it like, say hi to Elon Musk for me, you know, like because <laughs> it's gonna go that high. Or, you so got, we hope. Uh, you got some serious problems. Uh, <clears throat> quite a few diagnosed. Some of them not diagnosed. I'm not yeah. sure if they're like idiosyncrasies. If you are having a midlife crisis. No, nah, people with midlife crisis is like buy stuff. Well, you just bought a thousand dollar water heater to blow up. I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it. Yeah, somebody. So, so where the water heater came from was somebody bought a brand new house and their builder put in a fifty gallon electric water heater and put in one of those giant freestanding tubs that takes like two hundred gallons yeah. to fill. And yeah. the person like moved in and they couldn't <clears> use their <throat> brand new tub and so brand new house, brand new water heater. We yanked it out and put them in a tankless. And I kept the water heater, and I'm like, this thing's going to orbit. <laughs> I already have mm. a I already have a plan for this yes. thing. Whenever we get like all these subscribers, and we're gonna have these like, you know ad companies being like, trying to be like, can we do we add on advertising? Yeah. <laughs> Should we advertise with these do guys? Want, I don't think so. Do we want our name yeah. right before this thing goes I mean, into orbit? Think about it. If you were state water heaters <clears throat> and we sent your water heater a thousand feet into the air, Heck wouldn't yes. you want your name on that? We should put probably. I think so too. Get all of our sponsors' name and stickers and just slap it onto the water heater. Yeah, right now it's sponsored by like me and my mom. <laughs> 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 when when I used to do motorcycle racing, I took like 
I worked at a dealership, right? And Visa and MasterCard and American Express, they would always be sending their stickers for the dealership to display in the front windows of the deal. Like, we yeah. accept Visa. We expect. Well, I took those and put them in my sponsor panel for my race car or for my <laughs> for my motorcycle, like sponsored by Visa. Like, swipe the card and let the money figure itself out yeah, later. It'll, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just charge it. Yeah. People wonder why they end up with fifty thousand dollars. People would look at it and be like, "You're sponsored by Visa," and I'm like, "Think about it." And they're like, "Oh, you mean Visa's paying you money? No, no. I'm giving them money. Yeah, yeah, I'm paying them actually. Sponsored by me. I spend it on me. Yeah. Oh man. What are your plans for the fourth? I think we're just gonna sit around the house. Yeah. Drink beer all day, and blow stuff up. I did hear that. Uh, so I got this friend of mine. He's more of an acquaintance than a friend, but he has, or they used to buy or open a fireworks stand every year. Right. Like three of them would do it together and then they'd, you know, make, that'd be like a bonus for him. Uh, and his buddy still does it. So he always gets like, you know, half a garage full and we'll sell them out of there. He said they're 30% higher than they were last year. Yeah. What's the stand? What's the, the what? What's the fireworks stand? Uh, he doesn't do it anymore. Oh, he doesn't. But his... His friend still does it, so he gets to when his friend orders the stuff, he just gets kind of like a truckload for himself, right? For real cheap, right? He said the markup on it is humongous. I saw a sign yeah. that was they yeah, were advertising a, like same as last year. It's like a thing now. All prices are the same as last year. Well, and a lot so of it's like because it's the boots. same fireworks as last year. Like the cost <laughs> was the same because they didn't have to buy it more, right? Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. We always spend way too much money. I mean, remember last year. Joe Biden said that we'll be lucky if we can celebrate the 4th of July with our families, right? Because he was trying to keep us all cooped in our house and mm-hmm. yeah. all that horse shit. So. Joe Biden's a dipshit. Yeah, well, I mean, what better way to celebrate your independence than being told what to do by the government? Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. So the hypocrisy is ridiculous. So before he tells us what to do, learn how to ride a bike. <laughs> God, yeah. I just kept thinking... Why do you have to have that helmet on? I don't know. But now that he's mastered bicycling, I think he should take up skydiving. I really it's do. Okay. I saw it. It's <laughs> okay. That would be great. He, he could do a tandem dump with him, or tandem jump with him. and. <laughs> he didn't wreck his bicycle. It was just a transitionary period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a market correction of the bicycle <laughs> vertical versus horizontal. God, smack off the pavement. He could, he could do a tandem jump with Kamala. Oh, man. Be, it'd be great. Cackle uh, then we're left with what's her face slippery joe and cackle britches then we're stuck with nancy pelosi yeah. every time she talks i want to i just ugh. she reminds me of a female version of fire marshal bill she the does. old saturday night <laughs> saturday night live character that was jim carrey yeah i know it wasn't saturday night live what what was it uh in Living Color? In Living Color. In Living Color. Yeah, Man, Fire I'm, Marshal Bill. I'm dating myself there. There's yeah. a lot of people listening to the show that are 20 going, what is he talking about? That was before. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't before SNL, I don't think. It was just different. Right. It was funny as hell. It was. <laughs> It was. Jim Carrey. We don't man. have that kind of humor anymore. We'll no. get back to it. Thank no, God. No, you can't. Every, you're in trouble every time you say anything. Well, America's coming around, right? Like, Are literally they? everything that's gone woke has just gotten rocked, right? Netflix mm-hmm. got rocked. They had to fire all their woke people. What, Disney's Lightyear just came out, and it's like the worst, yeah. like, first day ever of a Disney movie I think, ever. I think well, it was supposed to make $150 million. I want to say I heard from somebody, this is not factual, but I, I mean, I, I've never had make 50 yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, someone's getting uh, fired atrocious. there, yeah. Yeah, well, Someone's getting fired. The, um, oh, my mind just went blank. Um, the voice for Buzz Lightyear. Um, Chris Evans? No, 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 no. Um, Tim the Toolman Taylor. 
um, Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Tim Allen. Tim. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Okay, he's right. Yeah. Um, you know they fired him. He's no longer the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Because mm. Tim Allen's a outspoken conservative. Well, that's right? why his show. What was his show? Last Man Standing. Last got Man canceled. Standing got canceled. And then Fox was like, "Oh, we'll just bring we'll it back." We'll pick it up. Yeah, right. Like three right? years later. And it's fucking awesome. And it was yeah. So yeah, Lightyear. They canned Tim Allen. And they have a homosexual kissing scene in it, right? Oh, and yeah. so Lots everyone knew watch. that going into it, and so nobody watched it, right? Yeah. Like, we don't want to watch Like, what we want from Disney movies is we want good humor for the kids and jokes that go way over their heads that only the adults get. That's it. Yeah, it's so me, we can sit there in peace together for two hours. Yeah, give me a classic Toy Story, right? Like, so that's, I mean, Disney yeah. is, like, their stock is literally, like, the worst performing stock on the market right now. Yeah. Like, and it's Disney. That shouldn't be happening. But it's a prime example of what happens when you go woke in America. And, like, for us, my wife and I, we, like, going to the movies for us is, like, an experience. It's, like, you work hard, you got the week, and you want to go. And, like, we went and saw the Batman awful movie it's just like one of those where it tries to bring up white privilege etc cetera, etc cetera. right so when you when you when you go through your whole week you're working working and then it's like you spend if you're doing imax it's just like you're in like 40 dollars for two people right you sit there for three hours it's maybe three hours long and then it's like i want to be entertained i want to be like transported i want to i yeah. want to be taught about white privilege well that's why top gun's kicking ass right now mm-hmm. you just like, want to go and enjoy the movie yeah, it's just a re- and there haven't been any good just regular can we have just some movies please right yeah right. there's there's no agenda in top gun <clears throat> like there's a hero a hero gets humbled it's a great sequel sequels are hard enough in themselves right mm-hmm. it's yeah. a great sequel they they did everything right there's no there's not even much cgi in it like it's it's legit yeah. like it is it is a testament to what happens when you're authentic and no agenda, and America fucking loves it. So I'm not, I mean, personally, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Cruise, but the guy makes amazing movies. So Mm. I'll still keep buying his product in in movie form, right? I'm not a fan of Scientology, but... Yeah, well, it's just people, they just, I think they're so sick of all of it. Yeah. Like the last three years, just all of the bullshit. Yeah. And they just want... To be engrossed in something that has nothing to do with any of it. Right. And there's hardly any of it right now. Right. We started a movie, the new Doctor Strange movie, and after half an hour we turned it off because it's just like there's like wokeness in it. Like one of the characters has two moms and it's just like it's this whole whole yeah. thing. And so it's almost like if you're like a screenplay writer or you're in Hollywood, or it's almost like that's like what's going to make you money because the market's so saturated. Yeah, with... they're just trying to push it. Well, I love – I saw a meme the other day. It was like – Stop pushing your religion on me. And it all it was was a whole bunch of rainbow stickers on all this different stuff that right. was just like being thrown at your face the whole mm-hmm. time. It's like, well, it's Pride Month. See right? the hypocrisy? Mm-hmm. Right. It's right. like, well, and, and I don't understand like what the, so you got big <clears throat> giant corporations. What is the advantage of you taking your logo and p- applying a rainbow to it? I don't, I don't understand how that helps you as a corporation at all. You're you're literally panding to a very very small percentage of the population, and you're doing it in a way that doesn't help them, and it doesn't even help you. Like you're in the business to sell a product, why do you have to go pander that way? It just doesn't make sense. Well, and, and it's not that that's not like an anti-gay thing or an anti-anything. It's just like 
why one month out of the year? Like, I don't see you taking your logo and making it a, a, like an American flag laying over it for Memorial Day or mm-hmm. Labor Day or Independence Day. Well, some people, some of them do. Maybe. You, I definitely don't see it. But it's not but, being forced. Although that just gave me an idea. I may Photoshop a fucking American flag on my logo and put it up there on 4th of they're July. Just, they're mm. always just throwing it in your face all the time. Well, right. And well, that's why corporations do it, because they're scared to death that they're going to get canceled. Right. So they just do it. Yeah. Well, like uh, Disney with Johnny Boy- Boyega and his character, whenever the Star Wars Force Awakens came out, like in the, the ads they showed in China, they actually took him off... You know, he's black. They took him off the, the marketing ads. Right. So it's like they're they're doing that to please the Chinese, but then it's like over here, it's, you know, this the double standard. Well, and, it, and it's weird, too. Like, if you're going to tailor, if you're going to tailor who you are as a person or what you do as a company for such a small percentage of the population, you're going to learn real quick that that never plays off. For one, it entrenches you into being a slave to that small percentage of the population, right? Like it's there, you're allowing that small percentage to change your behavior. If you allow them to, um, make your decisions, right? Uh, an example of that. Um, I sometimes for our company, we do our community involvement thing, right? And, and if we have availability mm-hmm. in our schedule for more of that work, I will post on some local community pages and and say, like, hey, we do this thing where we take care of necessary plumbing repairs for free for people that need it. So if you know of anybody, let us know. And a byproduct of that is we do get some people commenting saying, like, hey, I, I need a plumber, but I'm paying for it. And a gesture like this just made me decide to use you guys. So, you know, like they'll call us up or whatever. This one lady, and I thought she was a bot for a while, and and she's not. Um, She commented on it and said something to the effect of, ooh, I'm going to keep this in mind because I need a plumber. And then she replied to her own comment and said, I just Facebook stalked the owner of this company, and I found some posts where he seems to be anti-vax. And I refuse to support a company whose owner is anti-vax. And um, her whole purpose was like trying to leverage me to change who I am and change what I post on social media, right? Now, I have never made a post on social media that was anti-vax. I have made posts on social media that was questioning our trust in a vaccination that was rushed to market, right? And questioning why we're trying to force middle-aged people who survive COVID very well to get a vaccination. Um, you know, like I'm all for it. If you're older or on the, the, the end of the runway <laughs> or you're obese or whatever, and like you're at risk for COVID, then totally get a vaccination. But if you're young and healthy and, and, and of an age group where COVID probably isn't going to affect you, then you've got some time to like let the vaccination thing play out a little bit. Um, so those are the only posts I've ever made, but she obviously took it to the extreme because I questioned it at all. I must be anti-vax. And she was trying to get me to like change who I am on social media for that. So it made me question for a minute, like, should I be hesitant as a business owner and a prominent person in the community? 
I say prominent just because I'm a business owner. I just right? thought it was funny the way you said it. Yeah. Should mm-hmm. I be like cautious about what I post on social media? Because it might affect my business. And then I, I think about it more and I'm like, you know, I, I don't post anything like egregious. I don't post anything grotesque. I don't post anything that's extremely one way or the other political. So, no, I don't feel sorry at all. Like the lady ended up signing off saying you've lost a customer. Well, I don't think I ever had a customer. And I don't think I lost much, right? Like I wouldn't want a customer that's going to leverage me, leverage her using my business over such a trivial thing, right? Like yeah, we're all entitled to our opinions. And it's obvious she thinks everybody in the world should be vaccinated. And I don't think that's the case at all. So, um, you know, it, it's just weird on how that kind of plays out to where you do. You shouldn't you shouldn't ever change who you are to fit the uh, the opinions or the likings of such a tiny, tiny percentage of the population. I think that's a big problem right now with everything. You know, there doesn't seem to be any. <clears throat> there's no there's no common ground anymore. Yeah. You know, there's no, we can't agree with this. We can't, you have to either be way on one side or way on the other. And no one will like actually sit down and listen. I know for a fact that people will sit down and listen to what you have to say and you know, it's rock solid and they know it's rock solid. Right. And, but they still will not change the way they think. Right. And I, I can't, I can't figure out what it is. Are right. people afraid to admit that they're wrong are people, I mean, I don't, I can't figure it out, man. Well, like raise your hand if you've ever had your mind changed by a conversation on social media and nobody will raise their hand, right? Yeah. Like, but they have the inside. I, I don't know if they have, like, maybe it's a slow process over time. I'm not sure. But the, the, the whole thing with social media is everyone's end goal is to be correct, Instead of to learn more. Yeah. And, and so out of their, out of their drive to be correct, it's, it's, a it's the results are always like, I was right. You were wrong. Or I won the argument. You lost the argument or unfriend me. Yeah. Right. Like there, there can't be a, oh, that's interesting. You think that way. I kind of think this way. And Either we learn about each other's thoughts so we can expand our horizons, or we accept the fact that you think that way and I think this way, and that's cool, but you're still really fun to hang out with, so let's stay friends, right? Yeah. Like, I've got a couple of friends that, like Roe v. Wade, right? It came out and it got overturned, and so now it's back onto the state's control. And I've got some friends that have very, very strong opinions one way or the other about it. And I actually don't have very strong opinions one way or the other about Roe v. Wade. It's just not one of the topics that I care too much about. But it's kind of interesting. Like, you'll see people posting. And these are people that I like. And and they're like, unfriend me if you're okay with this. And I'm thinking... Is that where you're drawing the line in the sand? Is that like, is that where it's at? Really? Like, yeah. I, like I, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, for one, that's a weird line in the sand to draw for me. But for two, like, you're really wanting to build your echo chamber that solidly that, like, I only want people that think the way I think as my group of friends. Like, I I seek out 
you know, adverse opinions all the time because that's how you learn. Yeah, and so. that's the only way you can actually have democracy yeah. is by having different, not just differing opinions and differing thoughts, but you have to be able to accept those other people's thoughts. Right. You know what I mean? Without saying, nope, this is how it is or it's nothing. Yeah. The more that you do that, the more you build up the wall. Right. 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 And then what happens once the wall's built? People get so mad yeah. that that's when arguments happen, fights happen, yeah. wars happen. I mean, social media in itself does a good enough job of building an echo chamber around you, right? It's either going to send you posts that they know you're going to agree with, or it's going to send you posts that they know you are going to violently disagree with and probably engage in an argument with. Like, yeah. like that's just how social media is programmed to do. I don't know why you would take it one step further and ask people to unfriend you or unfriend people that were like, like to me, that's my source of reality. Right. And I will often, I've got three friends at the top of my mind that have very different video or views from me. Anytime they post anything in writing, any picture, any video or anything, I try to make sure I engage with it so that I'm tricking the algorithms of social media to make sure that they keep sending me their posts because I want their opposite opinions of mine. I want to see how they view those things because it's not like what I view. So it, it's pretty wild. Um, it's pretty crazy is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Do I saw think, the... Like if I had my choice, I would just unplug all of it. Like, can we just go back to no social media? Man, I'd love to go back to the di the times where, like, you talked in person or talked on a phone. Yeah. And you met in person. Because, like, you can disagree with somebody in person and have a constructive conversation. But for some reason, when you're hiding behind social media or the Internet, when you're hiding behind that, it makes it easy to jump to an argument and jump to a fight. Yeah. Instead of just, like... Like, you say things that you would never say to somebody in person. Yeah. And and so then that person reacts in a way that they would never have to if you were in person. And so it, like, literally forces a fight where there never should have been one. And the thing is, you can, like, jump out, too. Like, if you're there in person, you say something, and then it's awkward. Yeah. And you're kind of faced with that. You can't well, just it, be like... It's like Mike Tyson says, right? Like, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Yeah. Well, if you're in person... There's kind of a fear in the back of your head. If I say the wrong thing, I might get punched in the mouth, and that's going to rock my plan. So. The real problem with social media and texts, too, is you can type that stuff out, yeah. and you can mean it one way, and then the person reads it a completely different way. Yep. Like you, or you could leave, leave an exclamation point. Because you're excited, and now they think you're mad about it. Yeah. I that's, hate it. That's where emote, like... It sounds silly, but I use a lot of emojis whenever I'm texting because they help. Like, if I'm saying something and I mean it to be humorous, I'll make sure to include, like, a laughing emoji. Or if I'm actually mad, like, and I don't want that, like, I don't want you to think I'm being funny. Like, I'm mad. Like, I'll include a mad face emoji to, like, express my feelings on that kind it's, of stuff. It's so, still a problem. When it is, I read a text and there's yeah. a fat, like, I know that... You're mad, not you, but like I know someone's mad and then they give me the angry face, then I laugh. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, he's yeah. real mad. Yeah. Look, you can be like, he looked a little angry face. Before, before texting was crazy on the phones. All that crap. Like when it was internet forums and stuff like that, um, I used to work at a place where we had to have caps lock on for our 
like customer software system. It only understood capital letters. And so then you'd jump on like internet forums and you'd try to reply and you wouldn't even catch that you were in all caps. And then somebody would be like, stop yelling at me. You know? yeah, they're like, oh, no, crap. I, that was an accident. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's so stupid. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of the problem now, too. Yeah. And then these these poor kids can't even interact with each other. I know. Like, face, have you seen young, like, kids talk to each other? It's weird. It's a little awkward. It's weird. It's yeah. like they've never had real conversations in person sometimes. Yep. It's like, yep. was I that awkward? These... Or is it because they are socially awkward because they don't? do anything anymore what is happening my oldest son he spends a lot of time on the computer you know this right oh, he's, yeah. he's on there all the time well he is in his like third week maybe even fourth week of the summer at my in-laws farm no computer no computer nice. he's got a cell phone but like he's running tractors he's driving trucks he's doing maintenance like he's yeah. doing it and, he, and this is all by choice this is he was like uh, that no new games came out. Like I'm, I'm bored. Like, like he wants to go. I want to go drive tractors, and we're like, see ya. You yeah. Know? And it is the coolest thing ever. My youngest son just got me into. I want to say he got me into it. My youngest son's gotten into going to the skate park, and I saw an opportunity there. Where, like I can either be his like adult Uber driver and basically just drive him to all these skate parks and then sit there and scroll on my phone while he skates. Or I'm like, I could buy a skateboard and join in. And so I did. And I bought a skateboard and I joined in with him. And it is the coolest thing ever to interact with him at these skate parks because he's fearless and not fearless on the skateboard. Like he's got fear there. He's fearless. He'll walk up to anybody and talk to him. And most of like my youngest son's 10. Most of the people at these skate parks like drove there. So they're at least 16, but most yeah. of them are in their twenties and thirties. Yeah. And he just walks right up to him and starts talking to him. And how'd you do that trick? And can you get any pointers for me? If you, you know, <laughs> like it, like he just, it, it is the coolest thing ever to watch him engage with people in real life instead of like through a screen. I, I got like a small thing to tell you. So it's bad, but when you were on the skateboard, <laughs> it's, it's bad. When you were on the skateboard and you went down like that, I secretly was like, "Oh, smash your face!" And smash you did, <laughs> I mean, just immediately, and I was like, "Why did I think?" I that? almost Here. commented on there. I was just looking for hilarity. I was like, "Tell me, he smashes his face. Tell me, he smashes his face." So oh, let me fine. Let me pull it up here. Let me pull it up. I almost commented on there. I'm like, "You look like you're about to go to the, the grocery marketplace and shop all organic, like with your like sleeveless <laughs> cut off thing in your shorts." So check oh, out man. that shit that's nice right? i like it but for for those that are listening you couldn't even if you were watching on youtube you couldn't even see that anyway i'm showing dave a picture of me going up like a six foot quarter pipe and i'm like mm, two-thirds of the way up maybe yeah. four feet up maybe pretty horizontal right yeah now there was about two seconds later <laughs> there i am eating Get ready shit, to eat shit. <laughs> don't put those hands down dude yeah i know that's don't the, put those hands down you, you put them down and tuck them really quick you, right you, you can't you got it you want it right here yeah you, you can't brace right for impact it's like yeah. shed the load to your shoulder you should probably yeah, they, put a helmet on you know i i get told that a lot right like anybody i tell that i do the skating thing like i've i, I do the skating thing i don't do this like You've been on it for five minutes. I've I've gone to the skate park four times now, right? But anybody I'm talking to about it, they're like, oh, you need to wear pads and oh, you need to wear a helmet. You're 40. You don't fall like you used to and all this shit. I fall all the time. When <laughs> when I used to do all the motorcycle track I get stuff. I all the time. 
when I used to do all the fast motorcycle stuff, I crashed four times. Um, on the racetrack, I crashed twice at 80 miles an hour and once at 100 miles an hour. And uh, two of those times that I crashed, like it obliterated my motorcycle. I mean, obliterated it. Never once have I hit my head on the ground. Never once. That's weird. Same helmet the entire like it, when you crash and you hit your head on the ground, you have to get a new yeah, helmet. Yeah, buy a new helmet. Yeah. yeah, same helmet the entire time. Like something about me, whenever I tumble, you keep that head up. Yeah, oh. like I'll break a wrist. I'll probably break it. Like I've never broken a bone in my life, but like I'll break a wrist or an arm or an elbow or something before tomorrow. my head ever. Yeah, tomorrow. He's gonna be, yeah. Mason's gonna be holding a potato gun and by, he's gonna jump and just blow. By the time this podcast airs, I'll be in a cast. <laughs> How fucking hilarious would that be? Yeah, that <laughs> would be some bad karma. But you see Tony Hawk, like the videos I'm on YouTube, he's like 50 and he's just taking these falls like yeah. 10 and 20 Well, it's because he's done it a thousand times. Well, I will say too, like... He's a living legend. Mm-hmm. I'm going out to the skate parks to just roll around and kind of cruise around and flow and have fun. Yeah. I'm not trying to get air. I'm not trying to do all this crazy <laughs> shit. Like I'm literally just rolling over stuff. Like just enough so you're not sitting there scrolling. Yeah. Like just enough to, to have fun with him and learn a little bit of something new, but not mm. like there's... I you, You're not going to see out. me at the next skate competition, right? I'll be <laughs> the only one in the over 40 group. <laughs> Hey, first place. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> You're the only one in the over 40. Right. One of my favorite YouTubers, he did the uh, the sort of number one thing you're not supposed to do. He was doing dirt biking, and he, was, he wasn't he was going to make this jump. Sticks his hand out, Ugh. breaks all of his fingers. Yeah. That's, mm. like, that's like a rule number one. No, rule number one is never let go of the bike. Yes. Yeah. That's rule number one. Yeah. Until you're on the ground. It's been, it's like an instinct to reach out, and you're supposed to just not do that yep, instinct. Nope. Well, so like motorcycle, Don't push your arms out. motorcycle stuff. Um, well, those you got crashes leathers too. So you're more of you're lower to the ground. You're sliding. You're not. Yeah. You're not thumping. Well, so crashes on uh, when you're on a racetrack, um, like a road course. You know, left and right turns and dragging your knee on the ground and stuff like that. Um, your only fear there is the fear of how much it's going to cost to put your bike back together because you're really low to the ground. And when you crash, you, you just, you just kind of slide out and slide together. Right. And you hope you don't hit a wall. Right. Well, the walls are really far away, but where your danger comes in is when you've spent all day going a hundred and 150 miles an hour around a racetrack, you don't realize how fast 30 miles an hour is. And so when you crash <laughs> you and you, you could get up and run, yeah, you crash at 30 <laughs> miles an hour and you're sliding across the yeah. grass and then you're like, okay, I'm almost put stopped. And down. you go to put a foot down <laughs> and you're doing head over heels at 30 miles an hour. Like that's where the danger comes in. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like falling off the motorcycle. <laughs> so I, I used to do some four wheeler stuff too with Ryan. Yeah. I remember. And the, I got out of the four wheeler stuff because every time you crash a four wheeler, it tends to hunt you down and run you over. <laughs> I crashed one time and we all thought I broke my collarbone. Like it was swollen. Like immediately we thought like we thought that was bone like heaved up and it, it I don't know how I didn't break my collarbone, but I had these two big old like massive scrapes going up my back and one was from the sprocket and one yeah. was from the brake of Coming the four wheeler right up the center of my back. I Coming mean, it just ran you. right over the back of me. So my yeah. fear would be with the ATVs and like going on to the dunes, it's just like landing and just hitting my oh, my yeah. face on the handlebars because yeah. because yeah. you hit a lot harder than you're supposed to. Oh my god! I've had a couple of friends that get some stitches in their chin from kissing the handlebars, yep. and oh man, thank God I've never done that. That's a soft spot and if, too. If yeah. it was like a 
There's like a crotch rocket. Like for me, I would never want to do like a tank slap. Yeah. That for that's the scariest for me. Like I can slide. I, I would yeah, you're slide rolling then. You're not yeah. sliding. <laughs> yeah, they got steering stabilizers for that, but it's still yeah. pretty scary. Yeah. Because it's unrecoverable. Once it starts happening, there's yeah. not much you can do. Well, you can just hope to slow down and pop I've, a wheelie. Yeah, I've seen, you can pop a wheelie to get out of it. I've seen some. If you can grab the, prod- grab yeah. the throttle. Even if you survive a tank slap, it still like scares you where you kind of get a little bit of gun shy. It's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> 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 yeah. I wrecked Mitch's motorcycle at... 10 miles an hour there's <laughs> $1,200 worth of damage to it yeah that's awesome yeah it didn't it didn't take much to damage no. a motorcycle 12 yeah bucks. no my brother when he bought his he I took his certain 10 but he took his side view mirrors off because he's like i'm gonna be passing people they're not gonna be passing me right so he's like it, it doesn't look cool yeah yeah <laughs> i i uh i'm i've i've had the hankering for a while so i used to do all the sport bike stuff i've had the hankering for a while to like get another one i don't trust myself anymore yeah, I for, barely trusted myself. Hell, I trust myself more now I than one. I did back then. I mean, my reaction speeds. Yeah, stuff like that. Right. I know that I've lost a step. Right. Like you know, I'd, I'm smart enough to realize I'm uh, probably not the same. What's crazy is like that's the one thing I could buy without ever having to have a discussion with the wife about. Like I could literally come home with one, throw her a helmet, and say get on, and she would be like fuck yeah like when I, I so we used to have a motorcycle they'll both be dead yeah, yeah. We're, it won't we're, matter we're heavily insured it's okay um the kids will do very well kids will we be die. fine um uh when we used to have the motorcycle i sold it the day i found out she was pregnant with our first and i here i'm a young guy right i think i'm doing the right thing like sell the motorcycle gonna be a dad and i i come home and i'm tell i tell her like andre's gonna buy like my whole setup bike stands everything she got so mad she was like just because i'm pregnant doesn't mean we need to stop riding and you know all this oh, stuff shit. like that was she loved going like just a feeling of being on a sport bike there's just something about it so except for the rain well, you're accelerating well, and it. June bugs at 90 miles an hour kind of hurt, too. Yeah. You, just, you just pick it up to say something. Yeah. Catch one in the face. Yeah. <laughs> catch one in the Adam's apple and you can't talk for a week. Yeah. Dustin <laughs> used to say that all the time. Yeah. Because they, they'd go on, like, long trips, take yeah. their Harleys and go. And he's like, man, you don't realize how bad just a little pebble hurts when it yeah. backs you right in well, the face. Yeah. I had like, a buddy of mine hit an owl one time, and it, <laughs> and it totaled his motorcycle. Yeah, my cousin uh, Paul that plays bass hit a deer Yeah, on his. Oh, well, for me, I, I've never had a motorcycle, but in my car, every long, maybe like twice in my life it's happened, have my arm out the window, and just poof, rock hits it. Oh, yeah. 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 So I can imagine that's probably what it's like to Bumble be on a bike. Yeah. I took a bumblebee to the face one time in the Camaro. Ugh. I don't know how I got sucked in there, but just <laughs> boom. Right in the cheek. I was deer hunting one time, and I only know it was a bone because I found it later, (laughs) like the just in the back seat. Was eating a pop tart in the deer stand one time, and a sweat bee or a bone, some kind of bee, got on my pop tart and went in my mouth, and I I like felt it buzzing like as I was taking that bite. You eat it, and and yeah, like (laughs) you're trying to kill it with your tongue. It's too late, right? Like you, you, you're like. What was that? Ow! And it stung me in the tongue. Oh, and I'm, shit. I was texting my wife like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like something just stung me. You see those yeah. pictures of dogs that have swallowed bumblebees? Oh yeah, those are. Funny. I've only been stung once by a bumblebee, and 
when I was a kid, I got stung by a ton of wasps. Cause you I ever crawled, seen the... crawled into a doghouse when I was like a kid. You ever seen the no. photo of the little boy and the dog that found the beehive? Uh-uh. This is like my dog found a beehive and I decided to help him out and like little boys all swollen up in the face and the oh, dogs all man. swollen up in the face. Like, <laughs> oh, ride or die, right? <laughs> Bad boys for life. So would you would you rather have to fight a chicken every time you get in your car or fight an orangutan once a year with a sword? An orangutan chicken. has a sword. Ah, man, chicken. I'm going to say orangutan because chickens are... Fucking mean. First off, I got I have eighteen you chickens. Have chickens. <laughs> I have eighteen chickens. It's not bad. Like the yeah. ring, the ring now, has a said, sword. If you said rooster, maybe <laughs> I'd say you no. You gotta think too. Like every time you get in the car, so you're just like having a bad day. You're like, man, life well, if isn't I'm going a bad right. Day, I want to get in there and fuck that chicken up. <laughs> uh, you want to do what to the chicken? <laughs> fuck that chicken up. Oh, fuck it up. Okay, yeah, grab that chicken. <laughs> I'm just making sure we're staying yeah. PC here. Like all you gotta do is uh, grab a chicken by the head and swing that dude hard, and it's over. Or would you rather? Is go it up? is it over forever? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, you broke the chicken's neck. It's did, laying there. Did your? So I tried. I saw a video online about how you can hypnotize a chicken. A chicken, and I told Layla David's daughter. It. She's just now. So in the back, they've just now worn a spot where it's dirt. It's dirt. Yeah. So she'll be when she, she gets back from the lake, she'll be able to do it. I will see her. I, we'll see if she. I mean, it. I don't know how that. I don't know if this works for sure. I've seen a bunch of videos how you can do it, and I've told her to do it, and she's been like itching to try yeah, to hypnotize she, a chicken. She told me to, that I needed to get some sand in there so she could do it. Yeah. And I was like, babe, I'm not putting sand in there. <laughs> it's just it'd be a chicken poop box. I'm not. <laughs> No. That's funny. She's a riot, dude. She uh, loves them chickens. She'll go in there, pick them up, pet yeah. them. She's got names for... There's there's three kinds in there. But then in the group of them, there's only like one that'll stand out. Right. And you can tell what it actually is. So they got three or four of them got names. One of them's Crooked Foot. It's got two toes that are crooked. Oh, man. <laughs> she calls them CF. She's like, CF. CF. <laughs> Where do you get this stuff? It's like, Dad, I heard you say it. I was like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. I don't know, babe. They remember everything. Man, everything. It's it's. They remember the stuff that you've forgotten. Yeah. It's crazy. From last week. Yeah. Let alone yeah. two years ago. So, oh. Well... This show's pretty much long in the tooth here, so uh, didn't talk much business stuff at all. Just kind of shot the shit. So, in fact, that's probably what we're going to name the show is shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. So, um, uh, guys, uh, tune in next time. We'll have a great episode for you. So, uh, until next week, guys. We'll, uh, we'll and by the time this show airs. It'll probably be long after the 4th of July, so yeah. it'll, it'll help you reminisce about your 4th of July from yeah. 2022. Hopefully. So, um, until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Right. Love you guys.